The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. God is so good. We just finished celebrating Passover week, and it was wonderful. And it's great to personally meet you, Mac. Thank you for joining us. Same thing with you, Roxanne, Rachel, Anthony, and Anita. It was awesome for you guys to join us in celebrating Jesus, our Passover lamb. We are truly, truly living in the most exciting times. The mask mandate has been lifted. Twitter has a new honor. Arts and entertainment and the news media are being shaken to their core. A lot of things happening, and these things will continue to do so. Supernatural for the body of Christ, those that have made themselves ready, and many more things in every sector of society, wickedness is going to be dealt with. And the body of Christ, we must focus on our Lord Jesus and continue to obey Him. Remember, believe, trust, and obey Him. We will continue to stand with our faith and expectations of greater things to come. And we will only see the punishment of the wicked. So let us continue to focus on Jesus. Okay. Several years ago, while I was preparing for the Passover celebration, the uh, Holy Spirit uh, showed me and reminded me that He commands us to celebrate Passover in remembrance of Him. We change that into communion, but it is actually a Passover celebration. It is a required feast, not only for the Jewish people, but also and especially for us Christians. Jesus is the Passover lamb. And, you know, every time we celebrate Passover, there is always new things, new revelation, new knowledge about the importance of the feast. And we are truly grateful for what our Lord Jesus Christ did on the cross and his plan for our life. It calls for celebration. We started to light the menorah before it was before the beginning of the celebration. But instead, we light the menorah after we go through the steps of the elements. And the lighting of the menorah is very significant to the body of Christ in our present days. And usually we assign the entire family or husband and wife to light the candles. And both will light the candles at the end and they lit together the middle candle which for us represents our Lord Jesus Christ being the front and center, okay? We base this in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 2 through 6. 
Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. Remember this, which was not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed by the Holy Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery, Mr. Say, this revelation that's not been revealed in previous generation, is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. When the Jewish people light the menorah, the first three candles signifies Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And now, because of this revelation, we have changed it in which the first three candles represents the law, the old covenant, and the last three candles represents the new covenant in which we are under, and Jesus Christ is the front and center. And yes, hear me out, Israel, those who follow his laws or God's laws, are the apple of God's eyes. And so are we. Born-again Christians are also the apple of God's eyes. God does not play favorites, remember? In Acts chapter 10, it was revealed to Peter. So, in these last days, if Israel is a time clock for the end times, so is the body of Christ, what is being manifested upon God's people. Please remember this. We are not God's afterthought, and we are not second-class citizens in His kingdom. I personally have a special love for the Jewish people, because my Lord Jesus chose to be born Jewish, and they really recorded painstakingly the Word of God, the law, and they preserve it. And through Isaac, the promise of God in Christ Jesus was fulfilled. So I have unconditional love for the nation of Israel. So the Jewish people were used to record the word of God, apply the law of Moses all these years, and the body of Christ is starting in the book of Acts when the church was birthed. We are called and we are chosen by God to preach the gospel of good news to all nations and make disciples. So let us take our post in the kingdom of our God. Okay? So we light the menorah in remembrance of Jesus, and he is and he will continue to be the front and center of every Passover ceremony we celebrate, and it will also continue to remind us that we are one with the nation of Israel in Christ Jesus. Amen? Okay. So the last Passover 
It was the youth who did all the required elements of the Passover and shared it, led by Joshua, and they all did marvelous job. See, but of Christ, their training is different from my training and from your training, and rightly be so. While they continue to train how to manage wealth for the transfer of wealth and influence, they are also being trained in the ministry in which Jesus Christ is front and center. We are also planning that one day soon, one Sunday, we will hold a Sunday service in the morning in the parking lot to be able to lay hands on the sick that will come to minister and pray and worship together. I am training the youth. That will be their responsibility. What I'm doing is, yes, I pray for them. I lead them, give them instruction as I receive them from the Holy Spirit and I guide them to take their post. The goal, which is God's perfect will, is that they will do greater exploits than our generation was able to do. They will leap into the supernatural. They are the future of our country, and they will continue to increase in number, and God is going to be with them. I am very excited about the future of our country because I know the kind of people and the heart of the young people that God continue to send to be trained and discipled. And every night, except on weekends and Wednesday nights, they gather together to pray for our country, for any issues or challenges of our days, for the nations of the world, and then they pray for one another. And every Friday night, they minister before the Lord, and they are also being trained how to minister. And I see them continue to grow. They continue to grow and mature in Christ Jesus. See, we have to unlearn many things we picked over the course of many years that are not really productive in the kingdom of God. It is actually easy to obey God. It is a shortcut to believe Him, to put our trust in the Lord, and to obey the instruction. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 14, most of you know about this, it's King Jehoshaphat. He made a mistake in aligning himself with a wicked king named Ahab. And he got him into a war that he's not supposed to. But the Lord saved him. And on his return home, he was rebuked by the Lord through a prophet. And he repented and he made the necessary corrections. He instructed the Levites to teach God's people about the law and to judge justly. But after that happened, after he returned home, after that war, Ahab died. In Second Chronicles chapter 20, starting with verse 1, they were surrounded by their enemies. The Moabites, the Ammonites, the people from Seir. And there is one thing that King Jehoshaphat did that is very right. He called on all the people to fast and pray and to seek the Lord, and he led the prayer. King Jehoshaphat reminded God for who he is, and he reminded God that 
They are his people. And most importantly, Jehoshaphat humbled himself by telling the Lord that we cannot fight this battle. So in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, starting with verse 14, The Spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite and descendant of Asaph, as he stood in the assembly. He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. In other words, this is, thus saith the Lord. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. And then he gave them instruction. Verse 16. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. See, when we are faced with issues, just like the nation of Israel, even if it's your fault, even if it is my fault, if we humble ourselves before the Lord, come clean, then he will give us instruction and he will fight the battle for us. That's a requirement. You have to believe him and then trust him and then obey the instruction. So he practically told the entire nations of Israel, you don't go to march against them. But this is my war, but I want your participation. I want you to watch what I'm about ready to do. Okay? It says, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. You will face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down to worship before the Lord. Then some of the Kohathites and Korahites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. So they believe what the prophet says. They trust him. So they start celebrating. When you receive a prophecy that is an impossible task, all you need to do is to believe him, trust him, and then obey the instruction. Okay? That's how easy it is. So verse 20, early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah, and the people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. That is the very first thing, okay? Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. Have faith in the Lord God first. If you have faith, it will produce corresponding action, and you will do what he tells you to do, okay? 21. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord 
and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. We engage in a different kind of warfare. This is God's ways of doing things. Verse 22, As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. As they began to celebrate, as they began to sing and praise the Lord, God moved. So don't babysit your problem. Don't babysit your afflictions. Don't get into depression because God is faithful. Even when there are times that we're not faithful, he remains faithful and you belong to him. You remind him about that. All he wants is for you to come clean and totally dependent and rely on him for who he is. Verse 23. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. This is what has been prophesied now in our times, that even if all the resources, authority, and power of the wicked people, wicked companies, and nations, even if they combine their resources and their power, they will never and they will not be able to stop what God is about ready to do on the face of the earth. And what had just happened last week? It is something the result of the body of Christ believing in God, trusting in Him, and obeying His commands. That the young people with the ministry team, they prophesied about our country. They prophesied good things. They pray for this country. And now we are seeing the punishment of the wicked. We will only see before our own eyes the punishment of the wicked, but it will not come near us. This is Psalm 91. And they destroyed one another. So we are celebrating on what is happening on the face of the earth. Okay, verse 24. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked down towards the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. You see that? No one had escaped. Because the nation of Judah and Jerusalem did things God's way. They bowed down before him. They acknowledged their complete reliance on God and who he is. And the Lord moved as they began to sing and praise. So if you are suffering, if you are in conflict, if you are in what seemed to be an impossible situation, look upon God, rely on Him, and He will fight the battles for you. Even though you cause these problems, just come clean, okay? Believe in Him, trust Him, and He will do the impossible. The answer is already on its way. 
all he's waiting for you is to thank him and praise him in advance. Okay? There is always an expectant hope for the body of Christ. So I want you to stand up, get dressed, stop crying, and start thanking God. Okay? And you're going to see miracles will start manifesting. God will make a way when there seems to be no way for you. Okay? Second Chronicles 20, verse 25. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder, and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. You know, some of those members of the body of Christ, they think that they receive a prophecy and they will just going to sit and watch things manifest. Then they blame God, they blame the prophet or the bearer of the good news. No, God wants our participation. Here he said, march against them. You don't need to engage them in warfare, just march against them. And this is what's happening now all across the world, especially in North America and in this country. We will continue to focus in obeying what God is telling us. We are going to take our positions and God will do the rest. That's why we're going to leap into the supernatural this year, my dear brothers, my dear sisters. It is important for us to realize that our expectations, God is not going to do things the way we expect him to do the way we asked him to do. He wants us to trust him. And if you notice with this, this kind, they are in an impossible situation. That they will be taken captive or they're all going to die. But they did different ways that is not contrary to our own analytical mind against our experience, our abilities, and our education. They will not be enough. In God's ways of doing things, we don't do nothing until we hear direction from God Almighty. And we are going to follow and focus on those instructions and not the impossibility of the situation, but our Almighty God and we belong to Him. And He loves you and I. We need to focus on that. So they started dancing and praising, and uh, they just watched their enemies destroyed one another. It's just like watching a show or a movie. It's just like, pass the popcorn, please, because this is where God told us to go. This is our position, and we already celebrated and thank Him for it. Because of that, we're going to see the move of God. We were going to see our enemies fight or consume or destroy one another right before our very own eyes. So please do not listen or watch the bad news networks. Instead, spend some time with the Lord and what he is saying to the body of Christ. Amen. It is important. Let me pray for you. Holy Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, open the hearts of my brothers and my sisters, Lord. 
Give them understanding on what you're about ready to manifest on the face of the earth. I thank you, Lord, that we'll be strengthened by our faith in you. And we hereby decree and declare that we hear your voice and to the voice of a stranger we will never follow. Open our spiritual eyes, Lord, that we will see. And help us if there's any unbelief in our lives. Lord, help us to renew our minds so that we think what is important to you. And I thank you, Lord, that you're going to help us to forsake our old ways and come into the new things that you are about ready to manifest on the face of the earth in Jesus' name. And I thank you for the manifestations of physical healing on our bodies, Lord. I come against death. I come against blindness. I come against diabetes, all forms of cancer. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that the lame will walk and the blind will see. Starting this year, in Jesus' name, and everybody says, Amen and Amen, and God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this broadcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023.